Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard. In our last episode, I interviewed Chase Williams, incredible mom who has created an incredible fit program for busy moms and entrepreneurs, people who want to feel good in their own skin again, but they just don't have the time to, or they don't have the equipment to, or they can't run to the gym. So it was a truly good conversation. Go check out the last episode to find out more about how she creates traditions in her life that enable her to have the healthy life that she wants, that supports her body, supports her workouts, but also supports her kids and their ability to grow healthy as well. Um, Great episode. So today I wanted to talk about um, how we oftentimes see our choices though, as getting in the way or creating more limitations. For example, with working out, we all want to have a healthy life. We all want to have healthy bodies and be able to just do the things we want to do in this life. But we often feel like we're not making it enough of a priority. So maybe heavy workouts are not the priority for you right now. Maybe eating healthy is. Maybe healthy meals or home-cooked meals is not the priority for you right now. Maybe eating out is so that you can get all the places that you're trying to get to and make sure that there is still food in your belly and your kids. Whatever your focus is right now, I just want you to know that that is okay. That does have a space. There is not some a huge law that says in order to be a good parent, you have to have this certain kind of health schedule <laughs> or regimen or workout routine. There is nothing out there that will impede your ability as far as the workout world goes that will keep you from being a good parent. So I just want you to know <laughs> there is no judgment here if that is not a main focus for you. But what about if you want that healthy lifestyle, if you want that kind of energetic ability in your life, um, but the workout routines is not what is the priority, or it's something that's already happening in your life, but you still want to continue that growth and continue to get that energetic possibilities inside of your life. So um, in, well, first let's, let's talk a little bit about how no matter what choice we're making, it is going to have limitations attached to it. So there's there's a quote, and I'm going to butcher this. I don't remember exactly how it says, but or who even said it. But for everything that we say no, or for everything that we say yes to, we're saying no to everything else. Or for everything that we say no to, we're saying, anyways, you get the idea. <laughs> anyways, that principle, though, is basically saying, any time that we make a choice to move forward in one direction, we're not moving forward in any of the other directions in that exact moment. And that's a good thing because at every single moment of the day, we have equal amount of limitations as we do our growth. And the only thing that we need to be focusing on is what, which one are we going to choose to reinforce, 
to strengthen and to unify or to utilize in our life? Are we going to strengthen our limitations and fight for them? Or are we going to strengthen our growth and believe in them? So um, I have an episode all about creating a strong foundation that helps your kids and you be able to grow and to fight for those uh growth areas in our life and not the limitations anymore. It's episode 43 for those who want to go back and look at that. So good. But today, what we're going to talk about is what about those limitations that cause our kids to be hurt and to be rejected, especially the limitations that we have felt ourselves. How do we be strong for our kids when they're rejected, when it's something that we can, that we're very familiar to? So we want to be strong for our kids, but um, what if it wounds us? So, um, there are so many things that our kids will go through that are maybe not the exact situation, but the exact limitation. Maybe they are laughed at for their body size. Maybe they aren't a good, like they're told they're not a good fit for a certain class or sport because of either their background or their body or their health habits, or, um, maybe a sickness, Maybe an educational opportunity is declined them because of their gender, so on and so forth. There are so many things that happen to our kids that they will go through limitations set in front of them that will hurt them, that will uh, just make them feel those feelings of being rejected. So how can we help our kids? How can we be strong for them when we are hurt and crushed too? And this is what I want to say. It's really simple. And I I try really hard to keep these principles super simple because I want it to be actionable in your life right now. So how do you be strong for your kids when you are hurt and crushed too, that they're facing that challenge? This is what I want to leave with you. Don't be. Don't be strong for them. This so often we feel like when somebody is crushed, when somebody is hurt, that we need to make it better, that we need to fix it all. But guess what? That only an alienate and holy cow, if I can say this word, an alien, nope, not going to say it, <laughs> but it makes them feel like an alien. I cannot say that word right now. Um, but because this is a very human experience. This is something that we can relate to. This is something that they will come across over and over. And when they are hurt because whether it's because of their body limitations, their health limitations, their educational limitations, their gender limitations, when they are hurt by something and we respond in a way of trying to act like it's not that big of a deal, everything's fine. They'll get over it because we're trying to be strong for ourselves, right? We're trying to be like, it's okay. This is a learning experience. This will be fine. I don't need to freak out. When we do that kind of a thing, then they feel like an alien. They feel like they shouldn't have that emotion right then in that moment. They That something's wrong with them, that they're different, that this emotion popped up of being hurt or feeling like this wasn't okay. And um, anyways, I'm losing my train of thought. So when we are in that moment and we see our kids are being hurt by the limitations in front of them or being rejected, 
be vulnerable. Find, like, let them know that you know what that's like. Share with experiences when you have felt that too. Share with them, like, how real those feelings are. Because as soon as they start to realize, okay, this is something that others know. Like, I am not alone in this. This is something that my mom or my dad, who are incredible humans, our kids believe in us so hardcore. Like, they are our biggest fans. If they see that you are going through something or have gone through something of similar nature, then it stops. Like, it just happens in their own brain where it stops becoming about woe is me, the world hates me, I am I am what's wrong, and starts turning into, holy cow, if that happened to my parents, these amazing humans in my life, then they're not wrong. Like, they're not messed up. They're beautiful. They're smart. They're capable. They have all of these good qualities. So, and they, and they got through it, and they're okay, and they're able to start utilizing their own brain to start getting themselves out of the problem. And that will always help stimulate them in such a more vibrant, healthy, encouraging way than us stepping in and trying to be strong or solve the problem. So the first thing, when we're feeling like, how do I be strong with or for my children when I'm crushed and hurt too? Don't be. Let them see. Let them know. Talk with them about how hard those situations are, how you get it, how those things have happened to you too. And then here's the third step. Don't stop at number two and just say, yeah, because if you stop at number two, oftentimes we get into this rebuttal within ourselves of this is normal. When something is common, we say this is normal. And then we forget that we can get out of it. We forget that there's something beyond there. So the third step is to just ask them, what do you want to do with this? How can we make this better? What would you like? Like, how how would moving forward be the best way? Because some kids, some kids might say, I want to start my own dance class if they were rejected in dance. Or some kids might say, I want to do homeschool instead of public school because of how the educational system has treated them or whatever. And I keep going back to that because my daughter was denied a educational uh, opportunity because of her gender. And that really, really frustrated me um, because she had succeeded in all, like she had checked off all the marks. She had done all the work. She had done everything. Anyways, that is not the hill I'm going to die on today. <laughs> I will go into that another time. But um, she was denied. And the teacher even told me this. She was denied because um, she was a girl that they wanted to give it to a boy. And when and i i know those feelings personally so at first i thought okay this is something that has happened to me this is something that i have gone through and is so hurtful and so frustrating but that hurt doesn't help and so i start going through so quickly how to fix it how to be strong for her that i miss this important opportunity that show her look this is this is something that i have faced this is something that is very common you are not this terrible person for being treated this way. This is a terrible situation. So what do you want to do to fix it? And the really cool opportunity was right then in that moment and whatever moments that you're facing with your kids, they might not want to even fix it. They might just, it might be enough to just be held through that moment 
to just talk, to just cry on their own. But some kids might want to take massive action. Some kids might want to do a new dance class or to make radical changes in their schooling, or maybe they will just want to go out and celebrate. Maybe they'll want to go get some ice cream with you, or maybe they will want to have one sick day or whatever it is, but talk with them about how can we just celebrate that you are enough or how can we help you feel capable? What is it that you want right now? How, like, do you know how much worth you have and how can we celebrate that worth? Start asking them, give the driving seat back to them again, because as we do that, they have to start asking their own brain what is it that I want to learn out of this? What do I want to take from this situation? And then they start creating their own path in life and in internally that they're able to see who they want to become. And it's so cool. It's so cool when we start um, realizing we don't have to be strong. We just have to be human. We just have to be there. Have to realize like this is normal. Anyways, I'm beating this <laughs> over and over and over. But it is really so simple. And the reason I say it over and over and over is sometimes the most simple things in our lives we take for granted because they're simple. They're easy to do. They're quick. And and we don't realize the massive impact that they have. But they can if we let them, if we truly utilize them. Um, One of the things that I was also talking about that kind of helped reiterate this principle into my life is inside the knowing I've, I've talked about this program. It's amazing. You should go check it out. CarlyThornock.com. But in this program, um, we get on these coaching calls and it's all about interior design and creating our dream houses and all the things that we want to just create in our life. And, but it's, it goes beyond that of making sure that every interior design effort also improves our relationships with our family, with the people around us. And one of the things that I start realizing is so often my home is created in this way of helping me keep that same air of be strong for my kids, be strong. And what I mean by this is messy houses. So often Messy houses is seen as a thing of weakness or your life is not put together or your all of your uh, pieces in your life are falling apart. And um, I feel like culturally we are starting to come out of that stigma, but it's still a real thing. We still deal with this as moms and dads worrying about when the people drop in or when the neighbors come over, when we have people over for dinner, that we want everything to be nice. There is nothing wrong with that. It's great to have your house clean. But if it is messy... Oftentimes we see that as um, showing something, showing that we're weak, showing that we're failing, showing that uh, we don't have everything all put together. But actually, it's this huge catalyst for connection because everybody gets it. Everybody knows that a house is messy. Everybody knows that there are things (laughs) that are going to get messed up and that are going to fall apart and that we can still show up, that we can still be there for each other. And in that same way, when we do that for our kids, when we are messy, when we are real, when we're raw and we're not strong and all put together, that's okay. That's a good thing. That will help them. That will help them see they're not an alien. This is a common thing. If other people can get out of it, they are capable too. 
and what do they want to build with their life? So when you're wondering, just to recap, how do you help your kids be strong when you're hurt by what they're going through too? Don't be. Be strong for them by not being strong, by being human, by being there with it, by walking through with it, with them. I love you all. Thank you so much for coming. We will see you all next time. Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.